0: Hey, dude! This dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. Five, four, three, two, one, 0. All engines running. Lift off. We have
1: a lift off. Hey, all you pet stylists! You found the groom pod. Welcome to our virtual salon. My name is Susie, and I'm your host. I'm a mobile groomer from Seattle, Washington, and anyone who knows me will tell you I love to talk, especially about my job. One of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show, Miss Barbara Bird.
0: Hey, Susie, How you doing and what's up? Oh, I am doing spectacularly.
1: The sun is out and spring is here. And what more can you ask for? Welcome to episode three. Oh, and I'm here with you. I'm here. Right Amen. Here. Yes, and
0: happy Easter. Happy yes. Easter to you too.
1: <laughs> Welcome to episode three thirty four of the Groom Pod, recorded on April seventeenth, twenty twenty two, in Snohomish, Washington, and Tucson, Arizona. This podcast is brought to you by our kind sponsors, Best Shot. Show season, evolution cheers, groom more, and stazco. And if you would like to tip us, you can go to our website, thegroompod.com, and use the donation button or join us on Patreon. This week on The Groom Pod, the topics are de shedding, coconut oil, and cat styles. Maybe. Yeah, that's why I left a big space so I can edit that. <laughs> 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 secrets, secrets. Well, Barbara, this this week's What's New is brought to you by Groomore Software. If you're looking for a software solution for your shop, mobile, or house call, Groomore is it. It has online booking and online forms and intake or matted dog forms, payment processing, reminders and wait lists, inventory, routing, calendar, and QuickBooks syncs, and most importantly, 24-hour service. And they've given us a great offer. You can switch over to Groommore and
0: try it for two months at half off. Just put in the code GroomPod. I have mine set up so that they get an appointment an announcement. Your next appointment is da-da-da, as soon as, when I enter the, the appointment. And then two days before, they get a reminder that they need to confirm for most of my people it's working really well and you know like one of the things is that I can do a lot of my texting about the dog grooming right out of the groomer app so it keeps all of my business texts more or less in the same folder in the same pocket in that place but I have a customer who's a high maintenance, she's a high maintenance customer. And not because she's such a diva, which she is, but you know what? She's so unsure of herself that she doesn't trust the every three week appointment schedule. Oh, that like you every three weeks. Three (laughs) three weeks. You know, like, so what happens is I sent her the appointment announcement. She puts it on her calendar, and then she has to text me And another couple of weeks or one week later, is that right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is that right? She says, I have Winston's next appointment as da-da-da. Is that right? <laughs> you know, like it's on your calendar, you got a message, you know, <laughs> I think it's right, you know, and what a groaner for me, you know, like, uh, it was a really annoying me, but now I'm pitying her, yeah, I'm feeling sorry for her because I realize she's got an anxiety disorder. Going on. She's got a mental health anxiety disorder going on. And furthermore, now I'm on a new track and I'm wondering if she's being verbally abused by her kind of uh, bossy husband. Uh oh. So, anyway, that's it. Another thing happened to me this week, Susie, that I wanted to share because I have a perfect example of opposite types of new customer okay so my first new customer uh and i had had a phone conversation with her and a couple of texts i mean i sometimes i do a lot of pre-appointment conversations with these new customers and in this case i did and um it can save you a lot of
1: time and problems in the long run though
0: well, and you're establishing a relationship, yeah. so that, and that's why it can save you some problems, save you problems in the long run, because you're you're actually starting to create a bond, and um, so I even I'm to the point where I ask new people to send me a picture of the dog, like they like uh, a picture where they like how it looks. Yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's a new technology that wasn't available to me when I learned how to groom, but it sure works for me now, right? Me too, I love that. I took this new customer and um, she had a sort of uh, maybe Bichon Maltese mix kind of a dog and a King Charles Spaniel. (laughs) She showed up and took Another half an hour detailing, (laughs) you know, showing me the notes from her previous groomer that, you know, like, oh, okay, that's good. That's good information. So I read it all. I, uh, you know, I digested it all. And the groomer had given pertinent points of winter, spring and summer grooms for both dogs three lines for both dogs. I used this comb. I did that. I did that. Trimmed some off the tail. leave the legs like this. I read all of that. And then I discussed it all. (laughs) And it it took me like at least 20 to 30 minutes taking this new customer in. But I figured, well, you know, I want to get exactly what they want. And um, so I did my best. And when I finished the white dog, I took a picture of it and sent it to her, you know, like, how are we doing? And she said back, oh, that looks good. You know, okay, so we did all of that. And uh, the dogs looked good. She And she really had specific instructions that she wanted it to be kind of shaggy, but short, summer cut, but, you know, kind of shaggy. So I did that. And I actually achieved that by not blowing out the coat. I dried it with my hand dryer and I let it just be messy. Oh, natural. Yeah. unnatural the messy 2022 look. <laughs> and I mean, I see TV pundits, speakers with their hair all spiked that weird, weird little hairdos and stuff, especially the men trying to cover up their loss of hair. Um, I see some weird shit on TV. and uh and so i understand wanting it the shaggy look i got that and then i did it i tweaked it around the eyes and made it, it look much cuter just by how i treated the eyes and i did everything that she had wanted i did the belly and she sure enough she came she took the dog and and i have a mat on my front counter where they can look at their dog or they can show me their dog either way well she put the dog right down there and then stood it up on its legs and looked to see if I had shaved the belly like you guess and I had Yay! Well. Yeah. <laughs> we like that and everything came out good and um she said oh they look great da, 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 da. and I said and I took the money and it was like one hundred and forty five for both of them, I took the money and I said, uh, Shall we make another appointment and she said, Well, you know remember i it, this is a little much for me, and i I you know we'll see how it goes, and I, I might have to look around you know and and she had stood at my counter while i um I don't know, I was doing something to another dog, and her dogs were coming out. She stood at my counter, and she had itemized some of the things that had gone wrong on other grooming appointments with other groomers. A delightful woman. Yeah, but she gets up to me, to booking another appointment with me, well, it's a bit pricey for me. And I, you know, and I said, okay, well, we hope to see you again. Thanks. Don't let the door hit you in the behind. (laughs) Get out of here. So that was that one. And you know what? I did chew on it. I did chew on it. I got to admit, I didn't take my own advice, which is just like, spit that mental gum out. Don't chew on it. No. I had to chew on it about how much time I spent with her. She's never going to get somebody that spends as much time as I did before the appointment and listening to her and hearing her and um, encouraging her to send me a picture and blah, 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 you know, and. So I chewed on it and I I, I chewed on uh, my prices, you know, like I let it, I let it uh, stew a little bit, but the next day I had another first time appointment Uh and and this one, I was expecting something kind of like that because this was an appointment for a Shih Tzu and the holistic veterinarian had referred the customer to me, which surprised me and so pleased me and um, the dog had been to the vet and had some parts of it shaved already. And so I knew it was probably just a big mess shaved down, which indeed it was. Well, I was able to give the woman a tomorrow appointment because I'd had a cancellation for Saturday. So I just stuck her in there and she, and I said, you know, you're getting lucky. I can't always do next day appointments, but because most of the groomers in Tucson are booked through May you know they uh, there's just like no appointments available well her her boyfriend her husband brought the the dog in and here I had kind of made the relationship with the woman the man brings the dog in but we greeted him and immediately he was just like really friendly really and he was a he was a character kind of because he used all these kind of street terms. Oh fun. When he picked his dog up, he told me like, I like y'all from the jump. <laughs> 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 i like funny. your vibe i liked your vibe he said i liked you from the jump and i said <laughs> <laughs> well that's cool see this guy whose dog had to get shaved down and then i just spent a lot of time on the face i mean and it was it was an ugly but, no, <laughs> but we made him be so cute and and he was Black and white party color, mostly black. And on the top of his head, he had this little sort of star pattern. Oh, cool. And I, you know what I did, Susie? I went up with my thinning scissors. I went up the stop, and I cleaned that out. And it made the little white hair come down and made it even more pronounced pattern on the top of his head. And I blended it so that that little, you know, it sort of looked like a... Batman on the top of his head. And then he had a white chest but black shoulders. Oh neat. And fed out front. And we and I found a black and white (laughs) tie that we put on the dog. And then I sent him a picture of the the dog was ready, Aussies ready. And he came bouncing in to pick up his dog, oh so that's so cool. delighted, so delighted that's when I got I liked you guys from the jump <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, and a big grin on his face and smiling and you know I said well i hope- I hope you bring him in to us again before it gets like this. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, oh, yeah, we've just been looking for a good groomer. Uh. (laughs) I don't know. That's cool, you know. But that- it was cool, and it and it just it just goes to show you, the the extremes that you you get. You know, I mean, fortunately, I don't get hostile reactions, but not everybody comes back, right? You know, we do, we don't hit enough, but when we do, it's so much fun. I know, so, you know, it's just. I was going to yeah. say
1: that first lady, <laughs> that first situation is one that I would classify as a special needs owner. That owner is a special needs owner, and she should yeah. charge appropriately for that because she's forever going to suck your time, no matter
0: what. That time is going to get sucked. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I was able to sort of after I stewed on it a little bit overnight, I let it go. Good, <laughs> because it, it, you know, every day. Is a little little mini adventure in Groomerland. You That's know, true. you have to, just have to take it as an adventure to see what's going to show up today. And you know, like some of us are so lucky that different things. <laughs> I mean, if I had to do the same kind of grooming day in and day, excuse me, day out, I'd be um, bored. Tears. Me too. Really. I love it.
1: Time. And it, for me, you even have to add in a change of environment every 90 minutes. Because <laughs> I'm super, I super need to be entertained. <laughs> yeah. Well. So here's, the cool thing is my finger where I got bit by the cat is better. Yeah.
0: Oh, that looks, I'm, uh, looks like the, the same It's the same oh, with a bandage well, on it.
1: <laughs> I could show you. I've got a bandage no, on it. No, you don't have to show me. It's okay. It's, I
0: believe you. It's only
1: because it's sensitive there in the spot. You that know what's insult. better? You know what? better
0: for me but i i bought <laughs> this is maybe funny i bought the uh duxco du doxo duoxo whatever it that isn't, is. re- it isn't really duoxo because there's not another o in there it's duxo okay duxo so. the duxo chlorhexidine wipes with of in it. Oh, yeah. And I've been using it on my feet because, as you may recall, every winter I get this kind of like black toe syndrome thing scares the shit out of me. Yeah, it's freaky. And then I develop little tiny sores on the pads of my toes. And, you know, I was interested because this product is supposed to help the barrier function. And you know what? My feet are clearing up. Now, it could just be that the weather is better. Right. (laughs) Which is true. And that's what's happened every year. They get better. But I think, I really think that the uh, healing of the broken skin barrier has been greatly improved by using this product. I was kind of pleased about that. And uh, I'm kind of glad that some, You know, like it's always good to heal, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe I should rub some on my cat bite. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's just tender. That's all. But you know what's super cool? Even cooler than the fact that I did not have a puncture wound in my thumb and end up in the doctor's office is my dogs that are, are, they're passing away and they're moving away and my schedule is getting looser. And when somebody needs to change their appointment, I actually have a spot to put them in. That's really nice. Yeah, it's so stressful when you don't have that. Yes, and I haven't had it for so long, for probably years. I've always given my days off away. So now I've got a few of my week two days in a row blocked off so that I cannot put appointments in them. I actually physically blocked them off because enough people have left that I shouldn't have to be giving those days away. And maybe not all of them. There's a couple that I have difficult uh routing with them unless they're kind of on their own or on a day where I only have maybe two. So those guys will still probably end up on my days off, but it is just making life better and it's making my outlook on grooming better. And I didn't know my outlook on grooming wasn't already spectacular because it felt like it was spectacular, but I'm having even more fun now that I'm not grooming
0: 24-7. I know, you know, especially when you have a little bit more time to be with the animal. Yes. I just find it so stressful when you have to treat them like numbers. There's not every dog I want to get acquainted with, to be honest with you, but almost every dog I want to be acquainted with. I just have this thing, and that's why I'm a groomer, I guess. I have a drive
1: to be... Every dog that I services, person. I want to be one of their people. I want them to walk down the street and see me and be happy to see me and trust me like I'm one of their family. So it's important that I spend that time with them. And it's really nice to get the opportunity to do that more. And yeah, Yeah. behavior class too is helping me with that, is giving me permission to charge a little bit more for time that's not necessarily grooming time, but is time that's really beneficial for the dog. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm giving myself permission to do that. Yeah,
0: I well I call it special handling ten dollars. Yes, good. I I actually have that in my feed schedule, special handling ten dollars.
1: That makes sense. I should probably put special gas fee ten dollars at this point. Jeez
0: Louise. <sighs> I bet I'm sure mobile groomers all over, over the country are just freaking out. It's painful. It's about painful. The gas thing. Hey, did you see the uh bite, the dog bite that Sherry rare got. No. Oh my God. Horrible bite on her hand. And it was from a borzoi. And then that just generated a lot of negative posts about borzois and sighthounds. Are they just known to, I don't, I don't know those breeds to, although I do know the Afghan breeder that got a mouth ripped apart by an Afghan her import. <laughs> I only know the Borzoi that lived behind
1: me, and she's a, an AKC-renowned Borzoi breeder, and her dog's temperaments are spectacular.
0: Oh, I just remember Arturo's, uh, he was just my best friend. Yeah. I, I don't think, I mean, and I did some serious demanding on his paunches uh, every spring, in the two springs I had him, um, but I never got any of that from that dog at all. When I watch the puppies play in the
1: backyard or all of her dogs play, because they've got a big run area that's all fenced back there. They mostly play with their feet. Like, they do wrestle a little bit with their mouths with each other, but mostly the boys do that. But they do a lot of foot stuff. They they play with each other with their feet, and they move the blanket or carry the blanket around and then push it with their feet. I think they're more organized towards that than mouthiness.
0: Well, I know that, that Arturo in the park, he would teach the puppies how to play. And he would do it, and he actually... Nibbled their backside or their ankle, but you could tell he had glee in his eyes and he was smiling. And (laughs) all the pet owners knew that he was being, you know, Uncle. And but he would teach him, and then he would he would try to get him to chase it. Oh, I bet. What he wanted to do, he wanted to chase, and he would stay just a length ahead of them <laughs> until all of a sudden he would take off and just lap the course. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know he was the least likely of my dogs to, to fear getting bit by, and I just don't, I don't like it when a breed gets tagged like that. But this was a bad bite, and she was just trying to move him uh, I think into a pen or something, and and he she had him by the collar, and he bit her, and she thinks that holding onto his collar was a trigger.
1: Yeah, that's what those slip leads are for. But hindsight is twenty twenty. You never know. But it was a bad bite. It was nine mm.
0: stitches. And oh, so anyway. uh
1: Hopefully, she'll heal quickly. Yeah, this week I lost my Leonberger. He passed. Uh, but he was uh, like 11 years old, which is pretty old for a burger Or no, 14. Sorry, 14 years old. I mean, that. yeah, he was an old guy and had had cancer a few times. Plus, I lost a Bichon. Oh, no. Which one? Uh... One that was, uh, one of those footstool models that's really short and thick. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she, they used to let me color her and then they didn't want her colored and they didn't want her to look like a Bichon. And then they did want her to look like a Bichon. She went through many looks in her life. <laughs> she was a good girl and I'll miss her, but she was definitely having a difficult time standing at the end her knee had already been yeah. uh yeah. fixed once and you know so that was a bummer and then um two shih tzus at the end of the month are moving away dogs that i have done with since with this lady since 1999 i think So long time history. They're moving over to the other side of the state. I'm sorry to see them go. And then the doodle in June. So with all the freedom I have now, plus all of those guys now off the schedule, I'm looking good. I'm going to be able to get my (laughs) editing done on time and have a life. It's exciting. I'm excited.
0: (laughs) Oh, you know, and another thing that I did this week, I just remembered this. People are going to say, Oh, I would never do that. I uh, groomed a dog that the owner had bathed. This is an elderly Bichon. That's why. And Maurice has become increasingly stressed and anxious at the grooming. And, you know, like, uh, you just, you got to recognize it when it happens because it's not that he's being fussy or anything. He was just definitely anxiety and stress. And it, it was just getting uncomfortable for both of us. And I mentioned it to the owner. And so we worked out that why don't we try um, one time with her bathing it. And then she bathed him the night before. And then I did the haircut. And, you know, it, it, it was a little bit challenging because we were taking the dry coat and trying to fluff it out so that I could, you know, but we used, uh, we, Yvonne and I worked on it together. We used uh, uh, the finger comb and the finger brush and uh, grooming spray and did it all pretty good. And it, and I cut it down to like 45 minutes. And, you know, that was the, The dog appreciated it, the owner appreciated it, and I was okay with it. The feet weren't as clean as I would have liked. You know, And I said, you need to do a better job shampooing his legs, and then she gives me back. Well, he went for two walks since he's had a bath.
1: Oh, yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's how fast it happens, Barbara. Now you know. <laughs> uh, I, I, too,
1: have a dog that I let the owner bathe, and I have no problem with that. If that works for the owner and they do a decent bath and it's not going to wreck my equipment – why not? It definitely cuts yeah, down the time yeah. of the dog is on the table. This is a shih tzu that has dementia and wanders that. and whines the whole time and drools. And mom does a great bath and a pretty darn good job of keeping the tangles out. So I just do a really quick haircut and do the nails and the ears and, and the, um, the hair between the eyes and, It's done and nothing flat, and she still pays me almost the whole groom. I don't want to charge her for the whole groom because I'm barely... It's like I stopped by on my way home and hit her house, but it's just great, and the dog is not stressed nearly as much and I don't have her wandering my table or whining at me and drooling all over the place, ruining whatever I do try to do. She is not in a comfort cut though. She is still in a scissored legs kind of a, she's one of those, she's my challenging fancy haircut dog, but (laughs) I could never send her to anyone else because she's grumpy, has a difficult time with the process So we were a good match together. But because mom does so much of the maintenance, I can get away with just barely tidying up those legs and taking a little bit off the body. She thinks it looks fantastic. You've taught me that. Sometimes less is more. (laughs) In this case, less is more. And uh, I do exactly the same thing. It's how we adapt. That's why we do what we do, because we yeah. care. We care. Okay. Hey, let's take a break and then come back with the topic that is really on the forefront of my mind, because it's spring here, and that is de-shedding. Broom pack. Let me tell you about the newest thing from Best Shots Ultramax Pro line. I'm seriously stoked about these products. First up is Ultramax Hair Hold Spray. It's a mindfully created aerosol-free styling spray. It's flexible and can be layered on for a stronger hold. It's quick drying and has the Ultramax delicate sweet pea fragrance. Next up is my favorite new product in a long time. It's called the Max and I love it to the max. It's a fragrance-free, ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It's so concentrated that one small bottle makes 10 quarts. It reduces drying time, extends manageability, and aids you in achieving optimal coat performance. Mats and tangles brush away more easily, and it turns your recirculator into a de-shedding machine. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. It's amazing. Check it all out at UltramaxPro.com and see why Barbara and I are so excited. That's UltramaxPro.com. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor and order some Max and Hair Hold Spray today. For over 30 years, Best Shot has been making masterpieces out of nightmares in record time. Made from the best stuff on earth. Phew. (laughs) <laughs> ready groomers here comes our first appointment i love de-shedding i realized that i'm going to really miss not doing the big de-shedding hairy dogs as i drop them from my irritated shoulder client base i really like the gratification that you get because you can see the product you can see the difference in the dog when it's just hair all over the floor and all over. well in my case all over everything in the trailer and the dog looks so much better but hey how about some fun trivia okay what dogs do you think of when you think of the dogs that shed the most i've got 10 of them and first full disclosure i stole this from dave campanella so, there. Oh. <laughs> okay. You, so, what let's let's see. What would you think is like uh, some of those dogs that are maybe on the top 10 list? There's some oh, surprises like, in here, uh, also. Like uh, Kiva. Yes. Top of the list, number one. Tell, ah, our, uh, tell us why you know that. Because <laughs> I had
0: one. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah, they have a lot of undercoat that collects and you have to help them get rid of it. They they don't always shed it out all by themselves.
1: So they've got some other, He Dave has some other interesting choices on here. Um I, I'll just read you the 10 of them, but since you have got number one right off the bat, <laughs> I'm so impressed. Okay, this is how he has them listed, and I'm not exactly sure where he got this, but I like it. So number two is Border Collie, because boy, do they dump a lot of hair all the time. Labs, if you've ever lived with a lab, you know that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. German Shepherds. German Shepherds are on there. Here's one that's maybe, unless you've lived with one, you might not recognize, but pugs. Pugs. Pugs shed so much. On, on the
0: smaller dogs, pugs are the shittiest. And yeah, some of Dalmatians. those- Dalmatians. <laughs> oh. Is it got Dalmatians on that list?
1: Uh No, but I know for a fact because I had one of those. So they also have one on this list that I love to groom, and that's corgis. Corgis have butt ejector hair. You put the dryer on there and it's like, it just pours out of the back end of them. I, and I love grooming them. I really do. They're fun. People don't realize how much hair they shed, but they have. Yeah. And you can get it done in a reasonable amount of time. And the people are so (laughs) grateful. Boy, are they grateful. (laughs) So also chows, which I don't think of chows as being that sheddy. It's because it gets they tangled are, they, in there,
0: but I yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they have to be de shitted.
1: And then one other one that's kind of surprising, but not. And I think of them as more odoriferous or stinky, if you will. But it's Rottweilers.
0: They yeah stink. But, they stink. Yeah, they, they stink. Yeah, they stink. They stink that's around P, here. That's a pH problem. <laughs> that's a, that's another story. That's a whole nother episode. Well,
1: how about this one, Barbara? What breeds do you think of that don't shed it or shed the least? Because everything drops a little bit of hair from now and again.
0: Well, uh, these drop-coated breeds that I've owned, like these Maltese, the uh, Los Aptos, Chichis. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, Yorkies.
1: Uh, uh, poodles, quirky. right? Yeah, poodles don't shed. Bichon, uh, Bichons. Yep. How about these guys? Scotties, Schnauzers.
0: Terriers. Lakeland yeah. Terriers.
1: Those guys, they don't shed very
0: much either, I don't think. No, but you really do need, they do
1: have an undercoat that you need to get rid of. Right, right. How about, uh, they also have Greyhounds and Porties. And soft coat wheat and terriers. So I think that's a good range. Yeah. So I think that when it comes to shedding, the most advancements have been made really in the products. Wouldn't you say that?
0: Yeah. Well, ever since, you know, like in my span, the big one was high velocity dryers. Then that's because I groomed prior to their introduction into the into the game. Sometimes I forget yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that 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 was really just life changing. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but Absolutely. it took a little while to catch on. It took a little while to catch on because groomers weren't that comfortable with, and boy were they noisy. Ugh. Oh, I bet. All <clears throat> oh, those first ones just terrible. <clears throat> <clears throat> So, but, yeah, um, you've got a
1: point there. I never think of that because they were in existence when I started grooming, which seems yeah. like a long time ago now, but yeah, I know, good point yeah. well and, from- I,
0: and and then the ne- and then the next thing i I think that you know like was really a game changer were uh, silicone ingredients, yeah, and, uh, and best shot was the first one to incorporate silicone into its formulas and to uh market as a you know like and they are in the beginning they marketed on samoyeds
1: right i think the owners had samoyeds or something yeah, if i remember yeah. yeah
0: and there was a show thing and um you know like so now products and topicals in you know like uh, have the tools changed much well, the Ferminator came along. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yikes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and look how much money there. Look at how big that tool got. I mean, that's a whole whole line of tools at PetSmart now.
1: Yeah, I've you seen know, them like, up there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I think uh,
1: I think that before the HV dryers, that the silicones. I don't think they were nearly as advanced as they are now, but now they're just so usable, user-friendly, easy to manage. And that combined with the dryers just makes de-shedding a breeze, if you will. So uh, I think it's important to use it to choose your shampoo with that in mind if you're doing desheds, sheds And also you really want to have a clean pet The the hair comes off a lot easier when it's clean and when it's made slippery, when it's slickified, (laughs) definitely. Well, do
0: you remember, um, wait a minute now, before there were silicones, there was refurbish? Refurbish! Oh, gosh. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Every mobile groomer's nightmare. You know, you had to use something, but God, you didn't want to reach for that. It added so much
0: drying time. And, and I have a theory about that. We'll never know for sure. Right. But my theory is that refurbished contained petrolatum. Oh, like Vaseline? like Vaseline? Yeah. 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 Petrolatum was a conditioning ingredient that was popular in that period of time that Refurbished came out. And Refurbished, you know, it walked like a duck, <laughs> swam like a duck, quacked like a duck. It, it was that yellowish color. It was the slick feeling of it. It was hard the- to dry. The hard to dry it was a, it was a, uh, but you know, like what it was good for is a moisture retention and it really did slickify the coat enough to help that uh, shed hair uh, blow out. And throw in a
1: recirculating bathing system if you could get it broken up enough. Like I remember heating it in the microwave to try and make it melt away when I poured it in the (laughs) bathing system. But you could really get it in a lot better once those came along too. So tools were important. And uh, then the products kind of developed in conjunction, I think, more with the tools probably.
0: I think as companies realized that there is a big market segment there for de-shedding products and then that whole segment everybody had to have something in their line
1: yeah i'm sure there's other oh you know what i was given a sample of two different shampoos made by i think it's the whitman sharpening people have some shampoos out they kind well, of certain, have yeah. yeah they kind of have a boozy theme to them i think like uh their shampoo is cooked in a keg or something. I don't know. It just has <laughs> bourbony flavors or whatever. But they have a really nice drop coat kind of a shampoo. And I read the back. And it's got amodimethicone in it. And it was really quite a nice shampoo. It's very sudsy. Very yeah. sudsy. But they gave them to me, so I thought I'd mention it. They've got some really interesting smelling fun products out there.
0: That's interesting that see the Whitman has uh, capitalized on his long term association with Chris
1: Christensen. That and the popularity of the Facebook group that they have because that's really grown their following, I'm sure, a lot. Anyway, it was really fun, and and I thank them for those free products because I'm a free product whore. Send them, people. (laughs) I'll
0: take them all. (laughs) Give them all to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because I'm another one. I'm just a slut. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do
1: whatever for free products. (laughs) In the de process, conditioning is a huge important thing because we're about to what I would call insult the hair with some really aggressive actions back there. So it's important to condition. And when I'm drying the hair, I like to use my Pinello brush, comb, brush, comb brush, brush brush comb. comb. (laughs) (laughs) And I have the high velocity dryer on there and I encourage the hair to let go gently. All that big combination of stuff really helps to get A lot of that undercoat out before I ever have to touch it with one of those dreaded regular kind of brushes. I also really, for de-shedding, I love the wooden pin brush from Chris Christensen. That is one of my go-tos to help encourage that hair out. That's Mm -hmm. I love that brush.
0: That's a hair-friendly brush. That's a very hair-friendly brush. That's a good choice. Ooh, ooh.
1: Should I get one of those for the horse? Would that be a better choice than the bristly brush? The bristly brush works pretty good, though. I never hear it break in the hair. Huh. Ah, food for thought. I digress. Carry on. What else do you use to encourage that hair out of back there? Cone
0: nozzle. Oh, gosh, it's yes. One. And uh But, you know, you have to be mindful with a cone nozzle because you can actually swirl hair into a mat. If you are at a 90 degree angle, so you have to angle it. And then the other thing is you you need to use your wrist to wave the nozzle a little bit to encourage the release of that hair. It just a, a straight blast isn't going to do it as well as a little bit of, you know, like three, four inch waving, um, and I like to do as much as I can with the dryer before I try to rake or comb um, but one of the things that I like about the Pinello I'm getting my raunchy voice ha- happening here. that's because we've been talking <laughs> so,
1: 47 minutes
0: the, <laughs> the, I like these brushes that are don't stretch the hair as much like the Pinello for using it in the tub on a conditioned up. Some people use the high velocity dryer with the conditioner still in the coat to blow it out in the tub and to blow the conditioner through the coat. I actually like the recirculating bather the best for getting conditioner totally through any undercoat. I would put the recirculating bathing system up against any other technique.
1: Yeah, the idea is that the products that are going to do the most good need to pass by every single hair on that dog and a little bit grab onto it. And it's hard to get it to grab onto all the spots when you're blowing it through with a blow dryer. And why go there? Why breathe that stuff? I don't want to breathe that stuff.
0: I don't want to breathe that stuff either. Yeah. One of the things that you can do in the tub is that if you make a fine finger like stream of water with a lot of pressure. If you have good water pressure um, and you can make a finger of water and then you can just like wave that through the coat from the top down through the coat. You can get rid of a lot of hair on some coats right in the tub either as a part of rinsing the conditioner through the coat or just
1: at any point. One last thing I want to say before we move on to coconut oil, because I'm excited about that. Protect your hearing and protect your lungs. Wear a mask, wear a fly net, wear a beekeeper suit. Just make sure because you're inhaling this stuff and inhaling hair is not healthy for your
0: lungs. I, you know, last year I saw several texts of people who were using mosquito netting over the top of the table over their overhead system and then putting the hose in there and, you know, and so they were providing a barrier. But I just would worry about freaking out the dog. Uh, You'd have to have pretty much a A mellow fellow.
1: Yeah, for sure. Also, people often will hang a shower curtain over their mobile grooming tub area, and that'll keep the hair back there because as a mobile groomer, you get hair in like the parts of your engine that are nowhere near where you're (laughs) grooming. It's fascinating how much hair gets into really crazy-ass places in your mobile unit. So protect your lungs, protect your hearing. The HV dryers are loud. And protect the dog's hearing, put on a happy hoodie. Okay, that's it about de shedding. Let's take a quick break, and then we're gonna be back with our really fun topic coconut oil.
0: Chris Bear Anthony here, visiting the Groom Pod. So, if you know me, you know how much I love my evolution shears. They are the only shears I actually use. So, check out all the options including customizable non-swivels at evolutionshears.com and give abby a shout with any questions you might have groom pod listeners get ten dollars off and free shipping with the code GroomPod, so check them out today your hands will thank you we love our
1: sponsors like show season let me tell you about my favorite show season products True Tearless is a hypoallergenic, scent-free shampoo that really cleans and never, ever leaves a fragrance. Pair it with the hypo conditioner and you have a winning, smell-free combination. Results Rinse is an after-bath rinse that lightly conditions and protects without adding any weight to scissored coats. It aids in drying time and it helps with brush-outs, too. Show Season carries Barbara's essential oil blends and mellow pet shampoo, blueberry products, delicious colognes, hemp products, a feline line, spa and natural options, and so much more. You can find Show Season animal products at all shows and through lots of distributors like Cascade Grooming Supplies. And you can check out all their products at their website, thebestpetshampoo.com. Or call 678-382-0218. Make every season a show season
0: Oh Susie
1: oh yeah before
0: we before we go to coconut oil I didn't tell you the lizard story of this week okay I came home from work Saturday night I mean Friday night I was pretty tired and I stumbled into the house and I sat down on my futon facing the TV screen. went to look for my phone or something and I looked over on my right and there on top of a box that I had unpacked but hadn't thrown the box away there was this giant huge lizard (laughs) it was like a foot away from my arm oh dear I mean it was big and it was ugly Oh, it was it was not a friendly looking lizard. It, it was it was a bad dude. Oh my! And I I jumped up, grabbed my bottle of wine, <laughs> and went into the back. And I never approached the living room again. Oh no! Uh, I mean, it was just there, headed. It was eyeball to eyeball with me. I thought, is it dead? Is it alive? Oh, it's got to be dead. Shall I touch it and find out? No, <laughs> I, I'm out of here, right? Okay, so then the next morning I noticed <laughs> it was still there. Uh oh. It was looking not as It was, it was looking dead. Oh. It, I mean, it, it was pretty much chin to the s- surface there, it's into the box. My eyes weren't blinking or anything. And so I, I figured it was dead. And I texted Yvonne. Uh, hi, Yvonne. <laughs> I need your dead animal re- removal <laughs> service because secret of me is I don't handle death. I do not do dead animals very well at all. Not at all. It's just not my wheelhouse. I just can't. And so I just tiptoed around the stead lizard and went to work. And then at the end of the day, say, Yvonne, it's, uh, actually I had to have Yvonne come and get me because my Toyota locked up again on me. Oh, this
1: no. This time,
0: it wasn't so much the door lock, but the steering wheel locked up on me and I couldn't turn the key at all. And so, you know, and I wrestled with it a little bit and then I gave up. And so I had Yvonne come on Saturday and pick me up and take me to work. And um, at after work, I sat in the car with my little Maltese on my lap while Yvonne went in my house to get the lizard. I, I said, <laughs> I'm not even going in there. <laughs> this is what I pay you for. I need you now. I'll get that. And then I heard happening inside the house and then time, 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 time. And it's like, Boy, she's taken a long time collecting this dead lizard, you know, and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, she, she freaked out because it really looked ugly. And then she comes out and she's got a, um, you know, I, I get Amazon packages every day. She's got one of these Amazon envelope type packages in her hand plastic package in her hand. right? And she comes whisking by the car saying, it's alive! She (laughs) comes over to the car that lizard is alive Barbara! Well, she's got it in this bag, right? She says, well, what do I do with it now?
1: Well, let's outside (laughs) now, let it go, let it go! I said,
0: let it go, it's outside now. And so she takes it across the street under a tree and she lets it go and she comes back and Sure enough, within 30 seconds the lizard disappeared. yeah, I bet he saved a life. so I said you saved a life Yvonne. could go and <laughs> she said, it was alive Barbara it wasn't dead <laughs> He is the dead animal rescue person. I am the live animal rescue person <laughs> Oh, that's funny! Yeah, I sent you a picture of the lizard. I've got it.
1: <laughs> okay, I want to know what it is, so I'm going to have to look it up. Okay, we're we're at a point at which. We have to say goodbye. Yes. (laughs) How much time did you spend on the coconut? Because if we do it now, I'm going to end up with extra editing again and again.
0: No, I don't want you to edit. We'll do coconut oil next week.
1: Yes. And that means we don't have to write next week. We don't have to write as much. I've done the
0: work. Yes. Yeah, I've done a little homework on coconut oil. I will sum it up to say my takeaway that it's a good thing. I good because I carry it in my drawer. So that's it. Okay, well,
1: I guess we'll call this a Show And um, then, yeah, we'll give you more topics next week. But it's just too fun to talk to you, Barbara. It's too much fun. I can't stand it. I have to talk and talk and talk with you. I'm so lucky that I get to do that. And it's really cool that we can share our conversations with a whole bunch of people listening to us every week. So I hope the de-shedding topic was interesting for you guys. I know that, Barbara, you don't really have to deal with it very much down there. It's like a constant amount. Yeah, no,
0: we still have a lot of seasonal stuff in the in the spring and in the fall. There's just more in between season <laughs> shedding, maybe from from us year round as well as season. Yeah. I could see that.
1: Okay, cool. Well, thanks for being here, everybody, and we will see you next week on the Groom Pod. Happy grooming. Bye bye now. Take care of yourselves. We love you.